Thanks for downloading this podcast. podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by searching iTunes for Radio Le Mans or visiting RadioLeMans.com.
Good evening, John. Uh, very much so, and especially uh, the ability to speak in several European languages later on. Points, and then for the second best that they like, 10 points, and of course, Deuce Pop, 
at uh, 12 points for their top selection. Public voting via Facebook and Twitter will close just after the final performance tonight. The order of the performances has been chosen at random. We had a random number to if you're listening to the Midweek Watch Ball a couple of weeks ago, you will have heard it. Right, that's it. That's how it's all working. Settle back, get yourself an adult beverage, and without further ado, let's see our first performance tonight. It's from the country with the most successful record in the history of the contest. Ireland. And the Irish song this evening is the is, is uh, sung by Leslie Roy. She helped compose it as well with three top Nashville songwriters. It's an upbeat, uplifting, self-love message. S- to me, it sounds a bit dated or nostalgic, depending on which way you look at it. Think Pink's perfect lyrical message to a Katy Perry firework-style mood. The artist herself told us there is an element of nostalgia musically and lyrically on the track that was specifically chosen. Nothing in the song, lyrically or musically, is created by chance. There's even a wink to a winning Eurovision song in the first verse. Listen out for these. I'm not a puppet on a string. No, I'm not. Here's our first song of the evening for Ireland, The Story of My Life by Leslie Roy.
Ireland pasting her tie or splitting her tie between her home in the East Village of New York and her native Ireland from Balbriggan County, Dublin. James McCallan has tweeted in using RSL Euro Damon, hashtag there. Uh, a nice radio song where you get when you're travelling, kind of a summer song, uh, catchy beat, but that's about it. Uh, she lists Casey Musgrove uh, among her uh, her influences, Nick Damon. It's been a while since the Emerald Isle of Bourne, 24 years ago, Anna Quinn's The Voice in 1996. It was an awful year for them last year. They placed last in the semi-final and last overall when the scores were added together. Is this the breakthrough song for Ireland? They, they won so often in the 90s, they started choosing bad songs to try and lose, but still won. So um, there's, a very, yeah, there's, a, there's a very quiet little song with two blokes and a piano, which has no chance of winning, and they won again. Um, see, that, I, I was thinking, I've listened to this song several times, and, and, and the fact of what it is, it is every single female empowerment song from 1990 to the present day. It's for 30 years. And I think that, oh, for the first time I heard a bit of Avril Lavigne at this time, a bit of Pangos, a bit of the Spice Girls, you know, and a bit of, um, uh, you know, Shania Twain. Literally, if you like your females empowered, this is their song. I've got to agree with uh, Avril Lavigne and uh, uh, all of those other examples that uh, Nick gave. Very, very pink as well. Um, it's quite a catchy little number. I think it'll get some points tonight. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Gentlemen, we'll move on to song number two. It's from a country with two previous victories. Austria. So, Austria this year it is uh, our second. Uh, it's a song called uh, Alive. It's been written and composed by Vincent Bueno, David Daly, David Jan, Felix Van Gogh and uh, Arthur Amiot. It's a Bruno Mars alike R&B tune, the catchy bass line. For me, the chorus is a little bit weak. Uh, he's training was at the Vienna Conservatory in musical entertainment, uh, theatre and musical, and he became wide, widely known uh, through uh, the ORF show, The Musical. He emerged the winner for that, for that in 2009 and was also in the TV show Dancing with the Stars as well. Now, he will be back for 2021. A lot of these uh, artists, of course, uh, they can't use the same songs, uh, and but this is one that has been, uh, at least the artist has been asked back for 2021. So let's hear song number two uh, from Austria. Shackles around all these thrones come screaming behind a wall of egos. There is a hidden hero in us, in us, in all of us. You make me feel like, oh, oh. you make me feel like. You make me feel like oh, oh. You make me feel like You make me feel alive You make me feel like I'm alive again Alive again Only you can make me feel alive again Alive again I'm like a little bad spot. 
So if you think that Austria is the one that should win tonight at RSL underscore studio and use the hashtag RSL vote and Austria. Simple as that. If you want to vote on Facebook, go to the Radio Show Limited Listeners Collective and the top story there is all of the voting and you can even look at the songs and listen to them again. Let's start with Tim Gray at this time. Austria then. What do you reckon to the Austrian uh, Alive song? Is it alive enough? When I first heard it, I thought... Alive is really not what this song is, but it does grow on you, and actually I quite like it now. And uh, unlike uh, a lot of the audience, I suspect, um, I have listened to all 20 songs already, and this is not the worst by a long shot. Vincent Bueno, is he bueno for you, Nick Dearman? Well, unlike Tim, well, like Tim, I've listened to the songs many times, uh, but unlike Tim, this one's withered for me rather than grown. Um, it starts really well. It starts, I think, oh, it's going to be interesting, George Michael-esque start, and then it just turns to Europap, and then I got bored. Uh, it's not uh, necessarily just up to those two, of course. Keep the votes uh, coming in. Uh, let's move on uh, to our third song of the evening with just one win in the past for this country. But there is a motor racing connection here. The performer of this next song sang the national anthem at the 2018 Baku Grand Prix. Azerbaijan. This is Samira Effendi. Dance, Buddhist chants, her voice, although changed a little bit, a bit of Bangra backbeat and some drum and bass. This has had the kitchen sink thrown at it. The 28-year-old has competed in many popular music programmes, including the voice of Azerbaijan. 
Uh, she finished uh, uh, third place in the Silkway Star, which is a big international singing competition in Kazakhstan. And she successfully represented Azerbaijan uh, again in Kazakhstan. Uh, the This is a very interesting young lady. After four attempts to become the representative for her country, her fifth attempt has been successful. Outside of music... Uh, Samiri loves painting, Pilates and dancing and has a bit of a sweet tooth. She set up her own online cake house in Baku. Very different from the last time that they won in 2011 a ballad ballad, uh, by Elle and Nikki running scared. Here is the Azerbaijani entrance. It's Cleopatra by Samira Effendi. a queen like me, just like me, just like me, straight again or in between, in between, in between. Cleopatra. 
That's uh, Cleopatra, the entry from Samira Effendi representing Azerbaijan. Shim, we couldn't have seen that live on stage because I would have been very interested to find out how they would have staged that. The video was extraordinary. Good use of motor vehicles. Nick Dearman, uh, I yes. said it had the kitchen sink thrown at yes. it. It's something for everybody. And that's a bit of a Eurovision meme, well, isn't it? Yeah, I've no, I thought what I'd do is I'd write down the, the more obscure influences. I but The first one, they, they kick out straight out of the box going for the absolute core Eurovision audience with a bit of a, a tick towards the LGBT community. Excellent. Good points on there. They had to go with a bit the Bangra, a bit the Indian subcontinent. No, not necessarily Eurovision thing, but go for that. But main, the main over feeling I got was Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh, that came in a bit as well. Uh, there was also a bit where they had two notes which were definitely from Andrew Lloyd Webber and also I always love a backtrack with a motorbike. So if, basically, yeah, there wasn't much they didn't have there. But in fairness pretty good and absolutely i'm sure would have scored big live uh they ninth favorite from the bookies when the books closed and the original contest tim gray was was cancelled azerbaijan for you uh, well the thing it reminds me of is a soundtrack to the movie inside man oh, okay yeah do you remember uh-huh. that i do yes spike lee yeah directed it didn't he yeah um but obviously this is uh, nothing like that. I, I think this is quite good. It's different, isn't it? It's it's going to appeal to people who want something that's going to stand out, and it definitely stands out. Uh, it does that very different from their winning song, which, as I say, was a rather sweet ballad the last time that they won. Let's move on to song number four. Uh, this is the first nation who hasn't been a winner in Eurovision. Albania. And this is, well, I, I wrote down the first time I heard this, sounds like a Bond theme. Uh, this artist, uh, who is uh, Arilena Ara, performed an excellent live version under uh, lockdown recently in Tirana's Mother Teresa Square. It's not a direct translation of the original that won the contest from Albania. That was called charge, and uh, that's an Albanian verb meaning to insult, revile, slander or curse. Some of the thoughts behind the song have stayed in this English version. She's only 21. She's been singing since she was five. And she uh, won the X Factor in Albania at just 14 years old. And she's most recently been back in her home country, country as one of the coaches in the voice of Albania. Best result for Albania, fifth in 2012. Hasn't been a big hit with the bookies, but what do you think of Fall from the Sky? Arilena Ara for Albania. Words have cut me to the bone And my heart is sinking like a stone But I don't let it show Barely take another breath Though I'm suffocating here alone I'll never let you know Far from the sky
Albania, represented by Arilena Ara, fall from the sky. Tim Gray. This is garbage. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was which, Ariana Ara. It wasn't I, garbage. I don't mean uh, it was terrible, but it reminded me so much of uh, 90s female rock band ah. fronted by Shirley Manson. Garbage. Right. Uh, I think they could easily perform that song. Um, I like this. Uh, this was in my uh, semi-final, and I have to say it was a toss-up between this and Bulgaria for the best power ballad type thing, and she just... Uh, shaved it for me uh, f- uh, such a voice from a uh, a 21 year old being interested in again to see this performed live Nick Damon, Arilena Arna Fall from the Sky yeah, it's the words my mouth, out of my mouth there, I thought good pair of lungs in a recording studio, let's see if she can do it live um, it's a bit washed over me really, it was kind of uh, as you said, it had a, 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 started off with theoretically going to be Bond, didn't turn into Bond turned into kind of a uh, a kind of a typical let's really be emote everything a bit over the top i think it's over emoted to be honest um so I, I, the emoticon for that would be something over the top uh, if you like that one and you want to vote on twitter uh, at rsl underscore studio hashtag rsl vote and albania simple as that let's move on to song number five now and this is a big change from the ballads that normally represent this country serbia uh, Balkan pop has never sounded so good. Uh, English version of this next song is a surefire dance hit from a band called Hurricane, which was formed on the Caribbean island of St. Martin in 2017. Sanja Vucic uh, represented Serbia with the song Goodbye in 2016 in the Eurovision. Ivana Nikolic in 2015 uh, was a backing singer and then also sang in the Eurovision contest in Vienna as a member of the Montenegrin team, which was represented by her father. And Knesnia Knezovic is currently in her final year of studies at the facility, or the faculty, excuse me, of major communications in Belgrade in the Department of Digital Marketing. Representing Serbia, this is Hasta la Vista by Hurricane. <laughs> Baby, I'm not a 
silom želim da gam ti se Kao neko prinese se ti i ja Na opadima ludila kad sviram kraj Kad sviram kraj Astanavista baby Rob Chalmers has tweeted, wasn't this playing the Serbia song in the background of a Fast and Furious movie when they turn up some in some OTT illegal street race in an exotic country? Hurricane are recording in uh, the US at the, at the moment for, with a couple of songs for there. The, U, the English language version of that has just been re- released and I reckon it'll be a massive dance hit. They won in 2007, Maria Serafovic with a mol... Molevita, uh, which was a power ballad. Very different, Nick Damon, and in some ways needs the visuals for that. But what did you think of Hasta La Vista? Well, I, I was imagining, uh, as the Hasta La Vista baby, I was just imagining them doing the same actions as Brotherhood of Man in Save Your Kisses for Me, you know, <laughs> hip, hip, up, leg up. And it actually works really, really well. So I was able to get in my mind the dance. I think Rob's absolutely right there. This is going to be used for caper film montages. 100%. Possibly, possibly the, the, the last montage or a end montage or a reveal montage, but it has a, it has a life in film. Okay. Uh, I think someone likes the Terminator a bit too much, says James Buchanan, using the hashtag RSL uh, Euro Damon. Carol Brink in California. Bit of a pussycat dolls kind of vibe to it, certainly with the video. Tim Gray, what did you think of Serbia? Uh, it's... I want to go back to your comment before we heard the song, um, where you said this this is uh, is demonstrative of the improvement in Balkan pop. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think there's any improvement there, demonstrable or otherwise. Okay, fair enough. Uh, if you'd like to cast your vote on the Facebook group, it is Radio Show Limited. Uh, listeners collective on Facebook you'll see all the songs there you can vote for them on right on the top of there you can also uh, check some of the songs again the videos are listed under underneath or at RSL underscore studio the hashtag is RSL vote and if that one did float your boat just RSL vote hashtag RSL vote and then uh, Serbia all right sixth song tonight uh, this is another ballad and it's performed by the youngest competitor in this year's final Poland. This is Alicia Slemblinska, uh, and uh, this is another sort of Bond bar- ballad. My thoughts, perhaps the song is a little bit too old for the performer, who's only 17. She was uh, born and raised in Chasnow near Warsaw, and won the Voice of Poland in 2019. She's got a great Adele before the surgery. Uh, type voice and it's very much change the world lyrics she sees empires the song as an important song in terms of how we treat planet earth she says we're a threat to the planet the song tells about the mechanism of destruction and difficult issues in our present world we build 
and destroy. Do we have to repeat the same scenario all the time? Maybe we should learn. Best finish for Poland, second back in 1994. And they came last in 2011. Will Empires Bialicia Semplinska do any better for Poland? Ashes to ashes, dust into dust I follow you through blood Try to forgive but I'm not aware I'm dreaming this dream could last No, looking down There's fools calling Chalmers says, I reckon Bond-esque songs are the Delara customer chassis of Eurovision. He's tweeted that in it at RSL underscore studio using the hashtag RSL Euro Damon. Four, after When she was only 14, Tim, after she'd won a TV music uh, programme, Alicia met with Michael Jackson's vocal coach, Seth Riggs, who helped her develop her voice. She's still only 21. That's a pretty decent voice, but what do you think of the song? It's a big song for someone so young. Um... It's got the sort of Greta uh, Thunberg um, vibe, vibe to it, hasn't yeah. it? Um, not sure Greta can sing quite that well. No, and she's not 21 either. No. Uh, maybe when she's 21, she will. Nick Damon, 
Paul and Sentry? Uh, well, it was. It had a you know, it had a massive big ending. We were with a massive big note at the end. Uh, so it was. It would get a big cheer in the hall. Um, definitely overproduced, and to get the song properly, she needed a much more um, throatier bass sound to her voice. That song. Um, is an interestingly big song. I, I, you know, not knowing who she was, seventeen or forty-six, her voice wasn't right for it. I don't think. Michael Hetherick and Mickey Heth says best singer so far, but like the rest of the song so far, it hasn't really moved me. Ooh. Let's see how we do with song number seven. Who credit Ed Sheeran as their reason for getting together? Denmark. This is Ben and Tan, who are Benjamin Tismalona Rosenbaum and Tane. Amanda Balsells. They're a multicultural Danish pop duo. Ben was born in Berlin to a German mother and a Madagascan father, whilst Tan was born in Barcelona to a Danish mother and a Spanish father. They both live in Denmark now and met each other during the X Factor Denmark in 2019. They were competing against each other. He finished second and she finished fourth during the season. They found themselves jamming their Edge Searin songs backstage. They were put together specially for the contest, although uh, they won't be invited back for next year. Here's Denmark with Yes, performed by Ben and Tan. I was six feet under for the one and only Spent the nights feeling bitter, sad and lonely Didn't realize how much they controlled me Until you came and loved me like I'm holy I'm ready to give life one more chance
got an arrow through my chest. I am so in love, so just say yes. That's Ben and Tan with Yes, songwriting royalty as far as Eurovision's concerned, particularly from Scandinavia, uh, with Emil Adelay, who co-wrote and produced last year's Danish entry, Love is Forever, Jimmy Janssen, prolific Swedish composer, and a mellow festival and act, that's how they uh, select their songs for Europe. And Linnea Deb co-wrote the Eurovision 2015 winning song, Heroes. I had that down as Scandi, Celtic, Sheeran meets Lumineers or Carrie Underwood. And I just put one word down, catchy. And I've actually been playing that on the guitar uh, since uh, since I first heard it. Uh, That, uh, who's first here? Is this you? Uh, uh, No, it's it's odd number. It's an odd number. It's me. It is you, uh, Nick. Go ahead. Uh, well, I wrote down Ed Sheeran because it's obvious, but I think it's if Ed Sheeran had written the soundtrack to A sound, a Star is Born, um, the Bradley Cooper one, not the Judy Garland one, that would right. be great as well. Um, I kind of felt that was, you know, that was the sort of thing. It's, um, it's, a, it's a good little catchy song. It's, it's, it moves a little bit out of Eurovision into the stuff that might actually make the charts in its own merit. Um, didn't really do enough, but yeah, solid, solid. Tim Greer? I didn't get Ed Sheeran at all. I got Mumford and Sons. Yeah. But the lyrics are far too simplistic. Um, but it's a very catchy song, and they performed it well. Let's move on to song number eight. I, I really like Denmark. I've got to tell you, that was in my semi-final. Song number eight is the bookie's second favourite, six to one, when the uh, betting was closed for this year's uh, 2020 competition. If it does win, it will be the first for the nation. Lithuania. So, representing uh, Lithuania is a band called The Roop. Uh, it's uh, a trio, and their musical style is described as a mix, mix of rock, rock, pop rock, soft rock, dance rock, indie, and pop. They like rock, don't they, basically. Vyadeos Vukovic, Robertias Baranaskus, and Mantas Baranashkus, two brothers there. Uh, this is kind of a bit of a Kylie can't get you out of my head backbeat meets Avicii with a Kraftwerk synth break in which they fit a fabulous dance routine. Uh, the Roop, by the way, will get a bite of the grand final of their national competition for 2021. But let's see what you think of this year's song for Lithuania. Song number eight is On Fire by The Roop. I'm a human, not a song. I can make a change and go wherever I want to. They told me maybe I'm too old, but there's fire in my soul. The heat is getting higher. I feel that I'm on fire. The world is my desire. I feel that I'm on fire. There's no doubt I'm strong enough to reach the state I've dreamed of. It's gonna happen. I can't just be a better man The heat is getting higher I feel that I'm on fire The world is my desire I feel that I'm on fire
in action and move on No one can stop me Through the clouds that comes the sun And I'm ready for some fun Let's first of all have uh, Tim on this one, as it's a uh, uh, even number. Tim, what do you reckon? The Roop. Well, I, I used to know someone whose nickname was The Roop. <laughs> He's now Jamie Chadwick's manager. Okay. Uh, I'm not keen on that. I have to say. Really? Yes. Okay. There's uh, not a lot in it, is there? Best result uh, for. Uh, the Lithuania is uh, sixth back in 2006. We are the winners of Eurovision. Well, they weren't. It was LT United. Sort of a football chant. Very bizarre. Uh, will that likely do better? One of three songs, Nick Dearman, uh, that have fabulous dancers in this year's final. And I was doing the hand movements on top of my head whilst that was playing. Now that I've seen it, I can't not every time I hear that song. I already started this process of uh, elimination, listening to all the songs, even before we'd been awarded our semi-finals. Uh, that was the first song I heard, and I thought, blimey, this is the standard of the whole lot. This is going to be a cracking uh, event. Um, obviously, it wasn't the standard of the whole lot, because there's a lot not as good as that. I think that's a really, really good song. And I, uh, I'm just, you know, I, I, have, I have nothing derogatory or clever to say. I think it's a cracking bit of music. Second favourite with the bookies at six to one. Uh, by that was the Roop, uh, the only Balkan nation not to have won Lithuania. Maybe they'll put that Lithuania's right not Balkan. Well, apparently, no, it's Baltic state. Uh, okay, they reckon it's in the Balkans. No, but hey, no, the Balkans Eurovision. are way south. Well, I'm only going by what Eurovision put out. Uh, well. let's, uh, uh, let's go. Maybe uh, they've moved it to where North Macedonia used to be. We've <laughs> yes. had a couple of North Macedonian uh, songwriters already, actually, this evening. I've been swatting up, I promise. Like Lithuania, the next country haven't won the main contest, uh, but they have a great record in the junior Eurovision. Yes, there is such a thing, because they've won it three times. Georgia. Uh, this is a song, a self-written song by Tonika Kipiani. Um, grunge rock, essentially the message is be yourself. It's split opinion, either top score or no score in the rehearsals. It has the old Eurovision trope of many languages. Uh, the 
performer uh, is uh, Tonike, is a 32-year-old father of three and a professional architect. In 2014, he won X Factor Georgia in its first season. And funny enough, we were talking about Can't Get You Out of My Head. He performed a very shouty version of Can't Get You Out of My Head in a Nick Cave, Iggy, Iggy Pop kind of way. Uh, and his mentor there was the future Georgian Greece Cypriot Eurovision saw Tampta. They haven't won the Eurovision Song Contest, as I say. Let's find out what it sounds like for their song uh, this year. This is the ninth that we've heard. It's Take Me As I Am by Tonika Kipiani. How do you want me to talk like an Englishman? Where do you want me to dress like an Italian? How do you want me to dance like a Spanish guy? I guess you don't love me No, you don't love me As I've said, that one has been dividing opinion. Sogdai, Georgia, take me as I am. Tonike Kipiani, Nick Damon, you're the odd one. Thank you, I indeed. Do you remember in the 50s, they used to do rock and roll songs, and what they would do is they'd record a song, and then they would they would play in a, a line saying, I'm rocking and rolling at Jefferson High, and then they change it to, I'm rocking and rolling at Lincoln High. So all the local oh, Caribbean Queen. 
Yeah. The, I, the I Billy just... Ocean song. They, they had six different versions of that, and they had American Queen, European Queen, exactly, etc. And I kind of get this, let's mention as many countries as possible to try and get their votes, you know, yes. with England, Ireland, Spain, Germany. They have Obviously, they've alienated the Welsh, the Irish, and, and the Scots, but, you know... Um, it's, it's, it's not bad for an architect, is it? No. Uh, possibly what you're saying there is don't give up your day job. Uh, as I said, it's split opinion. Uh, what was your opinion? Is it a top finisher or is it a null point, Tim? I didn't like it to start with, but the more I hear it, the more I like it. It's nicely um, produced, isn't it? It is. It's. I don't like... I agree with Nick. Um, the lyrics were a bit vote for me. Um, but I think people will vote for this. this. This has got a decent chance of not winning, but certainly getting into the top five or six. Best results, uh, ninth in 2011 and 2010. They have come last a couple of times as well, but they've never had null point. Uh, you're listening to a Radio Show Limited special. It's Euro Damon, the song contest. And we'll move on now to song number 10. Uh, which is by a band called The Mamas, and it was one of the early favourites in the betting, although it's dropped away in recent weeks. If you like the documentary 20 Feet From Stardom, you'll love these performers. Ash Haynes, Lula Lamotte, uh, Dina Jones Manor are now uh, the three, the trio of the Mamas. They started as a quartet and got their breakthrough when participating in the uh, Melody Festival in 2019 as backing singers to John Lundvik on Too Late for Love, which got through to represent Sweden in the Eurovision Song Contest in Tel Aviv, and they hit the top final. They won the same contest this year. Uh, it, this uh, group of three described as super divas with ma- vocals as magical as their stage presence. Sadly, there will be new artists next year. They've not been asked back. See what you think of Move by the Mamas. We try, we fight, we fall. It's all right, that's life. Oh, life. We wipe those eyes and then There ain't no fire that I would run right through. There 
That's a Swedish entry move from the Mamas. I had that down as uh, gospel pop, fabulous voices, ain't no mountain high enough for 2020. What about our uh, what about our experts? Good harmonies on this one. I like that. It's another song that had uh, a good stage presence, and I would like to. That was a live version from when they qualified Nick Dim, and I think that had been a big hit with a live audience. Yeah, I've got written down Lisa Stansfield meets Gabrielle, Ooh, and at the good. end I've written down Tesco advert. Um, to get I, advert it, I, reckon. I just feel it'd be a Tesco advert with lots of smiling faces and clapping at the end as they you know, manage to do a home delivery correctly. Um, yeah, all right. I'm, I don't think I'm as hot on it as you guys are. Let's move into the second half. Remember, you could vote on the Radio Show Limited Listeners Collective. Even if you have already voted, you can vote on Twitter as well, at RSL underscore studio. The hashtag is RSL vote and then just the country name. So if you like that last one, it's hashtag RSL vote and Sweden. Returning artist that didn't get out of the semi-files in Dusseldorf is next. San Marino. San Marino. Now, this is a very interesting entry. Uh, it's soul disco, really solid song for me, but it puts me back in 1979. It could be a chic track. Bernard Edwards, Nile Rogers, twangy guitar. It's a song about the beauty of being out of the box, the freedom of living thoughtlessly, not caring about prejudices, breaking old rules and making up new ones. And it's not, by the way, this is by an artist called Senhit. It's not Sirhat, confusingly, who also represented San Marino in 2016 and 19. Senator, uh, Italian-born singer who combines her African roots with Italian style and European electro-pop attitude. Let's hear this song, number 10. So when you touch me, I feel you're over all over my body. You make me feel like I'm spinning from the way that you want me. Put on a show, cuckoo completely. Some people think our love is freaky, freaky, freaky. They say we crazy. I must be faking, but you and I will like it. Freaky, freaky, freaky. Drinks on rooftops and kiss in the dark. Dance around it at night in the park. Sparkle it up, dress in the colors. Cause life is good when we freaky, freaky, freaky. So when you touch me, I feel you're over and over my body. Yeah, we wanna break all the rules and 
Freaky, freaky, freaky. Uh, what do we think of song? I think I said it was song 10. It's song 11, so that means mm. it's Nick. That is comfortably the worst song so far. Right. Um, you know you know how there was that woman in the, in the office who goes, I'm mad, me, and actually she's the most boring person around. Well, they're not freaky. They're just derivative. Hello, I'm derivative, derivative, derivative. And I know Eurovision is derivative, but there should be some sort of inspiration. That is just dross. Uh, musical theatre background, Tim Greer, but a disco song that sounded like it was from the late 70s. Could not disagree more strongly with Nick Damon. <laughs> this is a great Eurovision song. It will do fantastically well tonight. Okay, that's the thoughts there. Let's move on to the 12th song we've heard tonight, and this is the home entry. The Netherlands. This is a self-composed and written song uh, by Jengu Maku. Uh, he received a guitar from his parents for his thir- 13th birthday, and that's where his musical journey started. Uh, he decided to move away from his native Suriname and came to uh, the Netherlands at the age of 20 to go to music college. Uh, He says, I hope the song makes people feel a little less lonely in their search for happiness. I think that openness and honesty about how we really feel will ultimately bring us closer. There's no instruction manual for life. I have this down as a slow building soul sermon, solid with the getting older but no wiser tagline have a listen to the home entry this is grow by jengu macro when i'm sad i am unreasonable just like a little kid mad at the world when i'm alone i am defenseless Just like the boy I was afraid in the dark Don't take it personally Don't be offended Don't mind my mood Changing like the weather God knows I tried to hold it all together Oh, I'm getting old It ain't what I thought it would be Wide awake, the planet spins around A little too fast for me most of the time Lost control, my thoughts are flickering Just like satellites Lost in the sky Don't take it personally Don't be offended Don't mind my mood Changing like the weather God knows I try of mind and then I'll stop being afraid I'll make it through the night the more I learn the less I 
That's the Netherlands entry. It's called Grow. Did it grow on you, Tim Greer? When we were first coming up with the uh, discussions about how this show was going to work, I argued that uh, the Netherlands should uh, automatically get a place in the final as the host country. Yeah. I wish I hadn't. Uh, it doesn't grow on me. It's got no chorus. There's something massively wrong with a song that has no chorus. Uh, Jangu will be back in 2021. We don't know where the Eurovision Song Contest will be, whether it'll be back in Netherlands. They're going to try and hold it, but they didn't have cancellation insurance is what we're hearing from the, the organisers. Nick Damon, uh, five wins, but five times the Netherlands have come last. Is this somewhere in between or is it one well, end or well, the other? I've just realised that Tim and I are never going to go to a concert together. I thought that was absolutely fabulous. I loved it. It's, the, it's not typical, is it? It was just stripped. Suddenly, the first song not to be overproduced. I realise Eurovision is a production, and that's the point. But thank, you know, my favourite Eurovision song of all time is Amor de Pierce by the uh, the Portuguese guy from two or three years ago, which is just a stripped out song. That was fantastic. I mean, I, I genuinely can't say how much I like that song, and Tim is completely wrong. Let's move on to song number 13. Will it be, as the saying goes, lucky for some? The United Kingdom. Uh, This is My Last Breath by James Newman. It's anthemic. It's like if Elbow did Eurovision. And it's a new partnership between the BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation and BMG Records. James Newman is a multi-platinum selling... uh, Brit Award and Grammy-nominated songwriter. Uh, He won a Brit in 2013. He's had number one with Calvin Harris. And his younger brother, John Newman, sang on that uh, as well. Uh, He also had a top single himself with uh, Dutch DJ Armin van Buren, Therapy. This song was recorded in Scotland whilst he was staying with his band on a lock with the... Fellow songwriters Edge Druitt, Ian James and Adam Argyle. He said, I knew this song was the one after recording it. I love the simplicity. It's called My Last Breath and it's by James Newman. Some people let go. Some people let love slip away. Yeah. But I'm gonna hold on. When no one believes, I'll keep the faith And I know that we're in trouble But I swear
That's my last breath, and that's the UK's entry. That was song 13. Nick, you get first crack at this. Well, it's much better than our normal entry, so it's a pity we won't get to do it for real. Uh, I can't vote on this one because I am UK. One thing I did think at the end is, you know, my last breath. I think it's making your mind up. So it's got a bit twice of twice you've mentioned that tonight. A bit of an homage to uh, uh, the wonderful world of Bucks Fizz in 1982, well, wasn't it, when we won. But yeah, I mean, a very, very good British entry, which you know may do well in this competition, in the real competition, which still comes 17th. Uh, Tim Gray, uh, he could certainly write a song, Little Mix, Tony Braxton, Keisha. He's written for all of those. Uh, has he done himself proud here? It's quite interesting because it's got that change of time signature repeatedly throughout the song, which is something that George Harrison used to do that really annoyed Ringo Starr. Um, it's okay, isn't it? I'm not as enthusiastic about it as Nick. Okay, let's move on quickly to song number 14. The bookies had this one as one of the favourites at 9 to 1 as soon as the band were announced and before they'd even released the song. Russia. This is Uno and Little Big. Think Aqua's Barbie Girl for Eurovision. It's a, a four-piece punk pop rave group that were formed on April the 1st, 2013. When this did come out, they had 11.8 million views on their pages in 48 hours. And their debut album, which was released in 2014, in 2019 reached 1 billion views. The bookies may have known something here because these are a, these, this band is very, very big indeed. Apparently the musicians came up with the idea for the song in February during a vacation with the whole crew. They returned to St. Petersburg and uh, did the track. It's another one that's got a catch, some catchy dance moves, but listen to it and tell me what you think of Uno, Little Big for Russia. I'm gonna call you my sweet senorita I'm gonna leave up the night only with ya All you have to do is to be ready for some action now
The Russian entry, Ilya Pasikin, Sonia Taraskaya, Anton Lizov and Sergei Makarov. They are known as Big Little. They're the people behind the Skibidi Challenge. Uh, if you watch that kind of thing on social media, that video got more than 23 million views in a single day. Uh, that was song 14, so it's Tim's turn to go first. There's people on social media saying it's not very Russian. I couldn't disagree more initially because the song it reminds me of is Rasputin and you can't get more Russian than him. It does have a bit of uh, tattoo about it as well. But of course, uh, Bonian were German, weren't they? Yes, but they sang about Russians. Uh, Nick Dearman, um, what do you make of Little Big and Uno? One of the people who are going to lose most out of it only being on the radio because they are, of course, at heart performance artists and they have built a unbelievably large following, as you've alluded to, in Eastern Europe with their uh, number of videos, mostly Skibbity, which most people have seen now, which is a fabulous. You haven't seen it, watch it. Brilliant. Most entertaining three minutes you're going to see. Um, Absolutely fantastic you tell a bunch of performance artists what we need is for you to write a eurovision song they go leave it to us and they come back with possibly the perfect eurovision song is it the best song here probably not would it win in the hall probably yes it is europop though if you if you look up europop in the dictionary that is absolutely brilliant i couldn't decide whether it was a pastiche or not but i've seen the rest oh, of what oh, they it's do definitely a pastiche yeah but they do they do that for all of that they do yeah. that's uh, russia if you like that one hashtag rsl vote and russia uh, and that was a little big and uno that's uh, where are we up to now we're up to uh, italy uh, as we move forward uh, this song uh, have Excuse me. Uh, this song won the 70th San Remo Festival and has already been at the top of the charts in its home nation. Italy. Uh, this is Fai Rumore from Diodato. Anthony Diodato wrote it with uh, on his own and it was composed by he and Edwin Roberts. It means make noise. It's a song ostensibly about the end of a love affair. But in this current lockdown crisis, the lyrics strike a strangely different chord. It's sung in Italian, uh, 
but there's a line that says, but you make noise, yes, and I can't stand this unnatural silence, and now I don't want to do without that beautiful noise you make. Uh, he's a, a bit of a philanthropist as well. He participated in Every Child is in My Child, Life for Syria, a project uh, that was organised by Italian artists to, to support a construction of a new school in Syria. Let's hear Make Noise by Anthony Diodato for Italy. Che cosa penso che non dovrei pensare Che se poi penso sono un animale E se ti penso tu sei un animale Forse questo temporale che mi porta da te E lo so non dovrei farmi trovare Senza un ombrello anche se Ho capito che Per quanto ho fugato parlare senza un posto a cui arrivare consumo le mie scarpe forse le mie scarpe sanno bene dove andare che mi ritrovo negli stessi posti proprio quei posti che dovevo evitare e faccio finta di non ricordare e faccio finta di dimenticare ma
Antonio Diodato and Valramore from Italy. Uh, that was our 15th song. So Nick Damon gets the first shout. Well, it was a toss-up. He was in my semi-final. And it was a toss-up between him and the French guy who had a similar ballad for kind of ballad in a foreign language. And I'm very pleased I put him through because I think he put in a fine performance this evening. Um, I really like that. I don't always, I think today you've got me in a more of a, of a slightly cut-down ballad day. I think that is the best two, slightly overproduced ballad so far. Tim Gray. I think it was the best ballad of them all and definitely better than the French entry. Okay, short but sweet. Next up, song 16 from an artist who's been making music since he was four, but only came onto the European and world stage when his cousin entered him into Germany's version of The Voice. Cyprus. Sandro Nicholas has the honour of representing Cyprus uh, this year. Uh, it's a great production and bass line, but there's a fabulous acoustic version as well. He's got a great voice. I'm calling this Dark Dance. Interesting lyrics about running away from depression. It's a bit of an earworm as well and could be uh, an outsider. Sandro uh, Nicholas is the stage name of Alessandro Rutten, who was born in Germany. Uh, he speaks f- German, English and Greek, uh, with his German, American and Greek uh, roots. And his philosophy is that music should be authentic, truthful and reach people's hearts, which is perfect for this song that struggle- showcases the struggle against adversities. Uh, he says he is running through a tunnel of darkness. We must keep running through it in times of difficulty and have the strength needed to stand tall through it. No decision on whether he'll be back for 2021. Here's Cyprus uh, and Sandro Nicholas. I don't feel like talking. Let me sit
Cyprus's entry to the 2020 competition. Tim Gray gets first go at this. Don't like the beginning and I don't like the end, but the middle is really good and I do like the strings on it. Tim Gray uh, doesn't like the beginning or the end. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Did you like the middle but uh, the beginning and the end or not at all? If there was a, a dictionary um, for Eurovision, I'm sure there is somewhere, and you looked under really okay but would be completely lost in the competition compared to everyone else... Mr. Cypress would be there because that's the sort of song that washes over you when you decide to go and get a cup of tea because you've seen 14 songs already. Yeah, it's not bad, but it has nothing which levitates it above anything else. Or more importantly, it's not terrible either. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's Eurovision lift music. Uh, James Buchanan has tweeted in at RSL underscore studio and says, Cypress, not a bad song, to be fair, nothing witty to say, but a dark horse. If you want to vote for it, it's RSL vote and then the name of the country. In that case, it would be Cyprus. Four more songs to go. Now, I bet you didn't expect me to be referencing a French Renaissance philosopher tonight. Well, hold on. <laughs> Australia. Uh, Michel Equiem de Montaigne was one of the most significant philosophers of the French Renaissance, known for popularising the essay as a literary genre, and his work is noted for merging casual anecdotes and autobiography with intellectual insight. Well, the challenging and inspiring lyrics of Don't Break Me are reminiscent uh, of that. This is from an artist called Jess Serro, who goes by the name of Montagna. Think indie pop, Florence and the Machine or Imagine Dragons. The performance in the national final I found slightly distracting and was tough to do the singing with all the live movement. It's also in F minor as a key and it doesn't really progress. Another love angst sort of song. There's a lyric in there you thought I was elastic maybe I was made of glass but I did like on the on the live performance the one shot camera work uh, she performs barefoot and there have been five barefoot winners in Eurovision history Sandy Shaw in 1967 Serta Arena in 2003 Dima Bilan in 2008 Lorraine in 2012 and in 13 Emily DeForest just going shoeless give her a chance this is Australia's entry for this year
of art, artist in Australia, Montagna, Gessero, and Don't Break Me. Uh, that was number 17. So, Nick, you get to go first here. Well, going barefoot, can I just say she's no Sandy Shaw, that's for sure. I'm a Morrissey fan that Sandy Shaw was no Sandy Shaw. Of course, the winner in the mid-60s, a puppet on a string. Uh, well, all I can say, I think that was after she'd won it. But if she sung it that way in the actual uh, contest, then that would not have been very impressive. There was but, some you know. talk that we were going to change the staging and not have her wear the clown outfit, which, I, as I say, I found quite distracting. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't a great performance. The song's average. Um, may have played better in the in the hall. We'll never know. But basically, I just think she's just yeah. You know, and the second mention of Sandy Shaw in, in one Eurovision Song Contest, which is quite good, isn't it? Uh, allegedly, the face of new Australian music uh, won a lot of awards down under Tim Gray, Montagna. Maybe the face of new Australian music, but it's the voice of Evanescence and the hair of Mrs. Slocum. I hate it every time I, I hate it more every time I hear it. Oh, you are winning tonight. You're winning the internet. Uh, if you do want to vote for Australia, uh, RSL, hashtag RSL vote Australia. It's a very interesting final three songs tonight, which starts with the bookie's favourite. Iceland. Uh, this is a catchy pop song about the birth of a young daughter. So a literal use of baby in the lyrics here. Another great dance, a great performance by uh, Dathi and Gagna Magith, uh, which is uh, data plan in Icelandic. Um, it, it's a, a big cooperative here. It's not just about the front man and his backup band. It's a big family uh, performance. Uh, Dathi's wife and his two sisters uh, are in the band as well. And uh, they've got a pretty decent following. It's a catchy one. Bookie's favourites, and they are wearing their, they would have been wearing their trademark teal blue uniforms with pixelated uh, portraits of themselves on the front. Let's hear Iceland's entry for 2020. Back. 
Think About Things, inspired by becoming a father, the Iceland entry. Uh, quite a few of the TV stations around Europe have had their own uh, contest, and that has already run ORF in Austria, Decline a Song Contest, uh, and as far as the book is concerned, stood head and shoulders above the rest. Uh, Daffy, who's the lead singer there, is six foot nine, so he, uh, he stands head and shoulders above most people. Tim Gray. If Maroon 5 was fronted by Neil from The Young Ones, that's what it would sound like. Yes, yes, okay. Polished, though, and another great dance, Nick Damon. I think any band that can, can glue together a Casio organ and a Vic 20 from 1987 deserves, uh, deserves to win. Um, I don't know why I doubted this song. It was the first song I was... Someone sent this to me on Facebook months ago, long before lockdown. I thought, this is pretty good. In the video, it's even better. And I don't know why I doubted it. This is the winner. This is the winner. I'll tell you right now, douze poids. It'll be no surprise. Okay. Uh, if you think that song 
think about things is what you want. Hashtag RSL vote and Iceland. Hashtag RSL vote and Iceland to RSL underscore studio. Uh, don't just put Iceland in. You must have the hashtag RSL vote to have that uh, counted. I love the way they played with the Eurovision rules, by the way. Uh, instruments have not been allowed to be plugged in on stage for quite some time. Sadly, no decision yet on whether they'll be back. Uh, let's move on with a couple to go. And our penultimate song features a folk singing technique called White Voice. Ukraine. For the Eurovision Song Contest, Go underscore A prepared the song Solove, Nightingale, uh, with electronic music combined with Ukrainian folk instruments and an authentic folklore technique of singing. She's got a significant vocal range and it's the first time in the history of the Eurovision Song Contest that a U- Ukraine has submitted a song entirely in its own language. The main character of the song wants to be with her lover, but she knows that her mother will not approve, so she tries to meet up with him at night and begs the nightingale not to sing and wake up the world. The artist says it's most important not to lose optimism and to be able to sufficiently lead from every situation, even being in love with something. After all, it's not important what happened, it's how you have dealt with this. This is the UK Solovey, Ukraine, excuse me, Solovey, <laughs> the Nightingale from Go underscore A.
That's the Ukraine. First time we've heard the Ukrainian language and a special type of folk singing uh, called White Voice. Uh, that was number 19. Nick Damon, you get first goal. Yeah, a bit surprised about that because normally you think what you do is you take the you record the vocals in a recording studio rather than getting people out on a head night in a nightclub to do it. Um, yeah, shouty, chanty, ten years out of time, not going to win. Tim, uh, I disagree uh-huh. with Nick on <laughs> right. this one. Funnily enough, right? Um, it's good. This was one that was in uh, my semi-final, and I knew I had to put it through immediately. <laughs> Uh, it's not it's going to be everybody's cup of tea but that is authentic Ukrainian folk music blended with a bit of electro synth perhaps too brave for Eurovision what do you think hashtag RSL vote right let's move on to the final song this evening Germany this is Violent Thing by Ben Dolish upbeat polished euro hit and the, one of the songwriters Borislav Milanov explains the violent and violent thing uh, is it's a love but not a romantic cosy love it's a passion that can't be described it's when you simply feel drawn to another human being there's no logic there's a kind of violence in that and you can't defend yourself against such emotions you basically lose control Ben Dolish perfect representation of multicultural he lives in Berlin grew up in uh, Slovenia, lived in Switzerland for years. He was born in Slovenian capital, Ljubljana, uh, as well. And he's another one who's come up through uh, TV. He uh, was second uh, in the voice of Germany. Uh, and he particularly notes his musical icons, Michael Jackson and Justin Timberlake. This is our final song of the evening. It's called Violent Thing by Ben Dolish.
10th favourite according to the bookies it's Germany Ben Dolish and Violent Thing Tim Gray it's a great Euro poppy song yep. you can dance to it just concerned that among all the other great Euro poppy songs we've heard tonight it doesn't really stand out Nick Dearman Love, I've had a love-hate affair with this. I loved it when I first heard it. Then I started hating it, and now it's wheedling itself back into my earworm brain. Um, and obviously, it did start with a bit of motorbike air soundtrack, so you can't really, you know, <laughs> stop on that one. But yeah, uh, uh, overall, I know what Tim, I actually kind of agree with Tim, but I think it is one of the better of the Europop grungy dance songs. Mm, Rob Chalmers said, Germany, competent and efficient effort, and I like it. Well, if you like it enough to vote for it, Hashtag RSL vote to RSL underscore studio. Uh, hashtag RSL vote and then Germany for that song or the nation that you think is the best. You can still vote for the next couple of minutes on the Facebook page as well. But that's the end of the performances and we will be closing that vote shortly. Tot up what you think. Let's get your votes in. Here's a quick recap of the 20 finalists. Ireland. I'm like a little bad box. All I need is a little spark. To light this whole world up, prepare for fire shots. Only you can make me feel alive again. Alive again. Azerbaijan. Albania. Far from the sky. Always making me hope that my wings when I'm destined to fly. Serbia. Poland. Mark. Lithuania.
Russia. So there you are, a quick reminder of the 20 finalists. You've got about three, two, one seconds to make your vote. It's now closed. Public voting on Facebook has now closed. And while we count the hundreds of millions of votes that will be flooding in from round the world here this evening, uh, we've got a little interlude. Uh, staying with the song contest theme, uh, we're going to have Nick, Tim and my favourite ish eurovision song nick dearman favorite you are the aficionado of Uh, eurovision Mm. so what have you chosen and why 
Well, I, I actually haven't chosen my favourite song, but I've chosen the song which I think sums up the British Eurovision experience. Right. Because, you know, we can only see it from Britain, which has embraced Eurovision in, 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 from a very successful period to a very unsuccessful period. And the song I have chosen is Congratulations by Cliff Richard. Congratulations and celebrations when I tell everyone that you're in love with me. Congratulations and jubilations. I want the world to know I'm happy as can be. Who would believe that I could be happy and contented? I used to think that happiness hadn't been invented. But that was in the bad old days before I met you. When I let you walk into my heart. Congratulations and celebrations when I tell everyone that you're in love with me. Congratulations and jubilations. I want the world to know I'm happy as can be. Cliff Richard, congratulations. One of the many successful songs that we had. It wasn't successful. It came second. Well, I I was was beaten by a Spanish woman going la, la, la. Yes, that is true, Tim. That is true. But we had a lot of success in the 1960s. It came second to Spain, um, not necessarily on merit. And I think that's one of the points that Nick wants to make, isn't it, Nick? Well, I have many points why Cliff Richard sums up Eurovision. Number one, you've alluded to it, the fact that the British during the 60s and 70s were very successful and, and the BBC would use their big variety stars to enter. So we had Lulu, we had Sandy Shaw, we had Cliff Richard, we had uh, Olivia Newton-John, we had The Shadows. It's all well-known people entering with you know pretty good songs, actually, hence the reason yeah, we did pretty well. Also, we came second, which became, after that run of wins, pretty much for a long time, the place that Britain always came. And more importantly, we lost due to politics. And that has been the theme forever. No one votes for us because political reasons. Basically, it's it's a known fact. We haven't got a voting bloc like the Danes or the Eastern Europeans or the ex-Russian states. So politically, we've done really, really badly. And this was the first time where politics absolutely scuppered us because the Spanish rigged the whole system um they even kicked out the woman who sang la 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 and literally this the chorus i think is 47 la's in it is actually isn't that bad a song and if you get a chance to watch the original recording it is brilliant because they've got three backing singers of very different heights all singing about one microphone on a podium what was the politics behind this well Basically, there was a big argument about Gibraltar, uh, and of course, you remember Gibraltar and Spain came forward, uh, and of course, at the time, Spain was a fascist state run by General Franco, and the Francoists, well, anyway, the Spanish decided they wanted to win, and then La La, not a bad song, all the best, they actually kicked out the first person who was going to see it, because uh, they wanted to see in Catalan, and of course, Catalan was completely banned during Franco's time, uh, not so, so in the end, what is La 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 translated into Catalan, Nick? Probably La La La, But with lots of extra. But you don't pronounce that. So anyway, so basically, everyone was just off and congratulations to the well-known international star. And in bed, a blooming good song for two and a half minutes catchy chill. It's a good time. 
Couldn't work out why it hadn't won, and then it turns out that it was, it was all rigged. And Spanish TV has got around to various countries saying they would, if you know, if Spain won, they'd buy various TV programs. It was all on the back of an envelope, a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a thing. So they said, yeah, we'll, we'll sort that. They, they offered recording contracts to some of the other countries. They effectively really just did all they could to. Um, so they you bought know, the win. Is what they you're saying the, in 1968. Allegedly, they bought the win. It was Francoist. It was, it, was, it was one of those things. You know how East Germany was trying to prove that uh, communism was best by drugging up their, their swimmers? Well, Franco decided that he was going to prove that fascism was best by rigging the Eurovision Song Contest, which I think shows the difference in ambition between fascists and communists, you know. Uh, so, indeed, uh, <laughs> indeed. All right, that was 1968. That's Nick's choice. Congratulations, written by Bill Martin and Phil Kilter, performed by uh, Sir Cliff Richard as he is now. Tim Gray, your Eurovision highlight moment then? Well, I haven't chosen a UK entry at all. Um, I've chosen one from one of the newer countries to enter, Uh but one which has embraced the spirit of Eurovision absolutely fully uh, by combining one of their own favourite pop acts uh, with someone from Holland. Uh, this is from 2001. This is the Estonian entry. It's Panel Tadar and Dave Benton with everybody. Pardar, Dave Benton and 2XL with everybody. Uh, why did you pick that, Tim? Uh, well, it is the perfect pop song, and that's what Eurovision's all about, isn't it? The perfect pop song. Um, it was the first uh, song from a former Soviet state to win the Eurovision as well. Uh, but sung in English? Mostly, yes. Yes, and there are plenty of na-nas and come-on-come-ons in it, which is um, a Eurovision staple, uh, isn't it? It was quite um, an energetic performance, I seem to remember as well. Yeah, it's all about partying, and every night is Friday night, party night, uh, except, of course, Eurovision's on a Saturday night. uh, But (laughs) from their point of view, uh, Friday fitted better with the rhythm of the song, so there you go. Dave Benton, who um, was the Dutch part of uh, this act, uh, is the oldest person ever to win Eurovision. Oh, OK. Well, that's a good start as well. Uh, 
proving it's not just a young artist's game. Uh, for my choice, we're going to 2003. And this is not about success either. And it has echoes of what uh, Nick was talking about, because there's an element of politics uh, in this as well. This was the Eurovision Song Contest after the uh, Iraq War in 2003. And at that point... This song uh, was the most spectacular failure in the history of the contest, a record that would uh, hold true until 2015, where Germany and Austria, in a field of 27 entries, both managed to score null point. We'd been awarded null point before, but we'd never scored as the United Kingdom null point in the whole competition. This is Chris Crombie and Gemma Abbey, Gemini and Crybaby. song but the other reason I chose this gentleman was because it really underlines how important the live element of singing is in the Eurovision Song Contest. Um, they admitted that they were off key, they'd had problems hearing the, the backing track, it's been a while since anyone's played uh, or played instruments live on stage. Um, to be honest, I've seen the rehearsal as well. They weren't that much better. They were clearly having problems. But the live performance just wasn't there. And Gem and I, which was Gem and I, Gemma, Abby and Chris Crombie, scored nil point for the UK. The only time that the United Kingdom has scored absolutely nothing in the Eurovision Song Contest. Thoughts? Nick? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, there there is a bit of a running theme of some of us uh, our, our entries not being particularly on key i remember samantha janus was absolutely terrible uh, in the mid 90s and, and luckily though never qualifying through katie price was unbelievably awful in the song for europe about four years after um yeah i mean it's interesting that prior to universal use of monitors which haven't come only come in quite quite recently there were a lot of times where people were shall we say challenged by the concept of live performing uh, and perhaps nervous as well but uh, yeah um that wasn't a great performance by us thanks nick and tim now the moment you've all been waiting for it's the voting here's how it works we have a number of international juries now each jury 
maybe representing two countries. If they've got two countries, then they can't vote for their own country or the other one that's randomly selected for them. So that it keeps it fair. Uh, we're going to start with San Marino, who's also not allowed to vote for uh, Ireland. Uh, and we'll get to that uh, in a moment. Uh, uh, and we can now go to San Marino. I love this. It's like the real thing. Uh, and say good evening to Eve Hewitt. Buona serata, John. Ah, buona serata. Uh, and uh, what are the votes of the San Marino jury, please? Questi sono i voti della giura per San Marino e l'Irlanda. One vote, Serbia. Un point to Serbia. Germany, due punti. <laughs> two points for Alemania, Germany, two points. Austria, tre punti, three points. Al- uh, uh, Austrich, uh, trois points, three points. Sweden, quattro punti, four points. Swed, uh, four points, <laughs> sorry. Wheat. <laughs> Catra, sorry, Catra. Catra, Catra points. Poland, cinque punti, five points. Uh, Bologna, cinque uh, points. The Netherlands, sei punti, six points. Uh, that is six uh, points for Paiba. Denmark, sette punti, seven points. Denmark, sette points. Russia, otto punti, eight points. Rus, huit points. And the UK, dieci punti, ten points. Dix points pour Royaume-Uni. And finally, Iceland, dodici punti. And the top points then, douze points. For uh, Iseland, 12 points. Thank you very much to the San Marino and effectively the Irish jury as well. So those points will be doubled from those two juries. Uh, so the UK getting a great start, 20 points, uh, already more than we normally get in this uh, competition. Let's move on now to... Uh, the Austrian jury, who uh, won't be voting for Austria, of course, or the Ukraine, uh, representing Austria. Hugh Dickinson, guten Abend, who? Guten Abend, Vienna. Guten Abend aus Wien. Good evening from Vienna. Thank you, Rotterdam, for a wonderful show tonight. And may I say the presenters all look so lovely. Thank you very much, Vienna, and the... A voting please from the Austria and by proxy from the Ukraine juries. The results from the Austrian and Ukraine juries are as follows. Denmark get one point. Uh, un point pour Denmark. Two points for the United Kingdom. Royaume-Uni, deux points. Our three points go to Poland. Trois points, Pologne. Our four points go to Ireland. 
Irlande, 4 points. 5 points for our wonderful host tonight, the Netherlands. Paybas, 5 points. Our 6 points go to our lovely neighbours, Germany. Allemagne, 6 points. Our 7 points go to Iceland. Iceland, 7 points. 8 points go to Italy. 8 points, Italy. Our 10 points go to Russia. Ooh, 10 points for Russe. And our 12 points from Austria go to Sweden. Swear, 12 points. Uh, thank you very much for the Austrian votes. Thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Vienna. So the UK immediately dropped down into third position. It's Iceland that have taken the lead. And next we move on to the Danish jury representing Denmark. Uh, motorsport legend Anne Bradshaw. Good evening, Anne. Good evening. Good evening. Excellent. I hope you're going to do your scoring in English or I could be in trouble. Uh, let's have the votes from the Denmark jury. <laughs> I, I was going to do them in, in, um, in Danish. But, well, OK, right, no, I'll go on. Do them in Danish. Do them in Danish. I'll do them in English. I don't want to confuse anybody. You know, I, I don't like to make life difficult for people. Right. Right. Um, one point, Russia. Rus, un point. Two points, Albania. Albania, deux points. Three points, San Marino. Uh, Saint Marin, trois points. Four points, Austria. Autriche, quatre points. Five points, Germany. Uh, cinq points, Allemagne. Six points, Poland. Polonia, six points. Seven points, United Kingdom. Royaume Uni, seven points. Eight points, Iceland. Eight points, Iceland. Ten points, Lithuania. Ten points for Lithuania. And twelve points, those wonderful blondes in Sweden. Du point pour la Suède. Thank you, Denmark, for your voting tonight. And on to Lithuania. Good evening, Sam Sansbury, heading up the Lithuanian jury. Welcome. It's great to have you, Sam. Thank you from Lithuania. Your, your boys did very well tonight. Very well indeed. Let's have your they voting, would have please. The, they would have easily topped the charts, honestly. Let's be honest. They're, they were on fire, to excuse the pun. Very good. The Roos, of course. The Roop. Uh, let's have your voting then, please, Sam. So, Denmark, one point. Un point pour Denmark. Albania, two points. Albanie, deux points. Georgia, three points. Georgie, trois points. Sweden, four points. La Suède, quatre points. San Marino, five points. Cinq points pour uh, Samarin. Germany, six points. 
Allemagne, 6 points. The UK, 7 points. Royaume-Uni, 7 points. Poland, 8 points. 8 points pour Bologne. Iceland, 10 points. Iceland, 10 points. And Les Russes, Russia, 12 points. 2 points pour La Russe. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Annie. Great to speak to you tonight for your jury. So Russia getting the 12 points there. That puts them up to fourth position. It's still Iceland who are leading at the moment with 56 points. Sweden in second. The Mamas with 48. The UK hanging on in third with 38 points. Just one point ahead of Russia. Uh, Let's move on to the Georgian jury. Uh, Can't vote for Georgia or for Russia. Closer to Atlanta than to Tbilisi is Sheer Adam. Sagamo Mazviza, Sheer. Privet, John. And at the risk of speaking any more Russian and being kicked out of my country, I'll do the rest of this for Georgia. That seems (laughs) Georgia on my mind at the moment. Evening, Sheer. How are you? Very well. What's the votes, please? All right. With one point, Poland. Uh, Polonia, un point. With two points, Iceland. Deux points pour Island. Three points go the way of Italy. Italy, trois uh, points. <laughs> Four points to Cyprus. Uh, quatre points pour Chypre. Five points to the United Kingdom. Cinq points, Royaume-Uni. Six points to our hosts, the Netherlands. The Pays-Bas, six points. Seven points to Denmark. Sept points, Denmark. Eight points to Germany. Huit points, Allemagne. Ten points to Sweden. La Suède, dix points. And twelve points to Ireland. Du points, Irlande. Thank you, Cher. Best to everybody over there. Spetsiba. Excellent stuff. Shea Adam joining us uh, tonight. Uh, we have the uh, Swedish voting before we go halfway. Now, who have we got from Sweden tonight? Who's representing the Swedish jury? Oh. Well, while we wait for that, let's have a look through the... Voting as it stands at the moment, Iceland still leading on 60 points, just two ahead of Sweden. They, of course, can't vote for themselves. Third place, Russia now going to third place ahead of the UK in uh, the fifth position. Top six made up by the Netherlands, the host nation, on 34. Do we have the Swedish votes or will we have to come back to them? Just bear with me one moment. Thank you very much. Our main control room. This should be Ruth Harrison uh, with the Swedish vote. Hello, Sweden. It's a long long way north for us to to get you. How have you enjoyed the show tonight, Ruth? Oh, it's been fantastic. You all look and sound fantastic. Thank you We've ver- loved it. Thank you very much indeed. Let's have the voting from the Swedish jury, please. Okie dokie. Our one point goes to Italy. 
Italy, un point. Two points to Ireland. Ireland, deux points. Uh, three points go to the Netherlands. Le Pays-Bas, trois points. Four points to Lithuania. Quatre points pour Lithuanie. Five points to Poland. Polonia, cinq points. Six points to Georgia. Six points à Georgie. Seven points to Denmark. Sept points à Denmark. Eight points to United Kingdom. Royaume-Uni, huit points. And our ten points to Iceland. Iceland, dix points. And with our twelve points, Russia. Douze points à Russe. Thank you very much, Ruth. Pleased you've enjoyed it tonight. Lovely to hear your voice. You too. Take care, everyone. Well, that's about halfway through. Let's see how that is going on. Iceland still looking good on 80 points from Sweden in second, ahead of the UK, back up into third in a tight battle with Russia in fourth position. Fifth now, Denmark. Sixth, Germany. But we've still got five more jury votes to go and we'll have a, the public vote as well to come. Let's move on to the next jury. This one is Nick Damon from the UK. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, John. I've just realised why I've got the UK. It's why I don't do any silly accents, isn't it? That, yes. <laughs> the, the person who is most likely to want to do a silly yeah. accent will have to talk like this. I will. Well, welcome. Come, Thank you indeed. Here at the, DB, the BBC Television Centre. Uh, we've dug At Milton up, Keynes. Can we have the Milton yeah. Keynes jury, please? Milton Keynes. Yes, and we've dug up Katie Boyle, and she's wearing that same dress from 1967. Uh, and we'd like to give you the, uh, the vote from the UK jury. Uh, and just want to say, we're marvellous show tonight, and you all look lovely, and especially the girl dressed as a Klein. Uh, okay, uh, with one point, Georgia. Un point pour Georgie. Two points for our old adversaries, Germany. Allemagne, deux points. Three points for Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, trois points. It's four points for our friends across the Irish Sea in Ireland. Ireland, quatre points. Five points for those marvellous producers of both bacon and butter, Denmark. <laughs> Cinq points, Denmark. Six points for the country that's definitely the Baltic state. It's not anywhere else like the Balkans. And that, of course, is Lithuania. Uh, six points for Lithuania. Seven points for the makers of the finest automobiles. Well, they're Maseratis anyway. It's Italy. Set point, Italy. Eight points for Russia. La Russe, huit points. And this one should go down well in the hall. Ten points for the Netherlands. Le Pays-Bas, dix points. But finally, and really, I'd like to give them 20. I can only give them 12. It's Eastland, Iceland, it's not the freezer centre, it's not anything to carry Katona, it's the country, 12 points to Iceland. Island, 12 points, thank you, Nick, thank you very much indeed. 
let's have uh, another quick look at what that's done then Iceland stretching away in a comfortable gold medal position with 104 points in second Russia have uh, consolidated on 89 still plenty of voting to go it's not all over yet Sweden and the UK battling it out for third and fourth 68 for the Mamas James Newman on 64 then in uh, fifth position we have uh, who is in fifth position can't see that at the moment sixth is sorry i'm not in the wrong column there sorry fifth position is the uk sorry that's just updated my apologies so still iceland leading from russia from sweden from in fourth place now as we're just getting that through there's a bit of a timing delay from the netherlands on 60 then the uk in fifth and in sixth position is Denmark. Uh, let's go to our next jury and with any luck uh, this should be Jordi Fanning. Hello Jordi. Are we going to curry? We're going to curry. Are we going to curry and the Italian jury? Curry Buonasera, buonasera Europa, buonasera Rotterdam, buongiorno Australia. Have you had a good time with the show tonight, Kerry? Um, absolutely brilliant. Grazie a tutti. And the votes, please, from the Italian jury. Allora, un punti a Polonia. One point to Poland. Un point a Polonia. Due punti a Albania. Two points, Albania. Albania, deux points. Three punti a Australia. Three points, Australia. Australia, trois points. Quattro punti, Islanda. Four points, Iceland. Islanda, quattro points. Cinque punti, Danimarca. Five points to Denmark. Uh, Denmark, cinq points. Six points à Georgia. Six points, Georgia. Six points à Georgie. Sept points à Lituania. Seven points, Lithuania. Sept points à Lituanie. Eight points à Austria. Eight points, Austria. Autriche, huit points. Dieci punti a nostri amici a Regno Unito. Ten points to our friends in the UK. Dieci points pour Royaume-Uni. E il nostro vincitore qui in Italia. Dodici punti per San Marino. San Ma Sant Marin. Dieci points. San Marino, twelve points. The top score from near neighbours, Italy, there. Thank you very much indeed, Curry. Thanks for joining in tonight. And stay safe. Uh, let's move on now to Cyprus. Cyprus is next. And who is representing our Cyprus jury this evening? Actually, before that, let's have a look at the scores. Uh, it is still Iceland leading. That's actually, we're going to just have to wait for a moment for that to update. So let's go to Cyprus here and the Cyprus jury. Uh, and 
Hello, Cyprus. Good evening, mate. How am you? Ah, this is Johnny Palmer. A Cyprus Johnny, as he's, as he's well known in the trade. <laughs> JP, how are you this evening? I'm very well, thank you. I did try and get a late flight to Nicosia, but uh, they were all booked out, sadly. So I've come down to my local freezer shop uh, to represent <laughs> the other country. And I'm currently looking at a box of fish fingers and a family pack of Arctic rolls. So it's a nice environment to be in. Fantastic. Love it. JP, let's have your uh, voting, please, from your combined juries. Right, here we are. Uh, my one point goes to Ireland. Ireland, un point. Ireland, one point. Two points going to Poland. Deux points. Two points à Pologne. Poland. Georgia, the lucky recipients of three points. Georgie, trois points. Four points going to the United Kingdom. Uh... Quatre points à Royaume-Uni. Denmark, get my five points. Denmark, cinq points. Six points going to Sweden. Six points à Suède. Seven points to Lithuania. Sept points à Lithuanie. Eight points to Austria. Austria. Point. Ten points to, I thought, what was a great record, but a lot of people didn't. Uh, I was hearing earlier on. The Netherlands, ten points. Dix points à Pays-Bas. And desperately wanting to flat the rules and vote for myself, I can't. So twelve points instead go to Italia. Italy, douze points. Deux points à Italia. Thank you very much. Way, in, in, twelve points in Greek. Dodecapodo. I have learned something today. Well done. Thank you very much indeed from the Cyprus jury. Johnny Palmer uh, throwing that in. I'm waiting for a little bit of an update uh, on the scoring at the moment. Uh, And as soon as we get that through, we can move on. Uh, It's getting tight, though, and we've still got a couple of juries to go. And uh, let's... The last time... Next, we're off to Australia. It's very early in the morning for Jackie Warnock, who is out in the outback somewhere complaining about how cold it is. Good morning, Jackie. <laughs> G'day, John. How are you? Very well, very well. It's been a great show so far. Thanks so much for having me. And ha- let's have the votes then, please, of the Australian jury. San Marino, one point. Un point. San Marin. Iceland. Two points. Deux points. Islande. Three points. Trois points. Chypre. Albania. Four points. Uh, quatre points. Albanie. Denmark. Five points. Uh, cinq points. Denmark. Azerbaijan. Six points. Six points. Azerbaijan. The United Kingdom, seven points. Set point. Uh, uh, Royaume-Uni. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Forgot I'd be on country there. <laughs> Austria, eight points. Oui point. Autriche. Ireland, ten points. Dix point. Ireland. And Sweden for the twelve points.
at Dues Points. Svej. Thank you very much, Jackie. Thanks, John. Jackie Warnock joining us for the combined votes of the Australian uh, jury. Uh, two, I reckon still two juries to go, plus, of course, the public vote from Facebook and Twitter. It's Germany next and the votes of Tim Gray. Guten Abend, Tim. Guten Abend, John. Guten Abend, Rotterdam. Wie geht es das? Ich geht's gut. Ah, and the votes, please, from Germany. Uh, Germany uh, and also the Ukraine give our vote of one point to Serbia. Un point à Serbie. Two points to Lithuania. Deux points à Lithuanie. Three points to Italy. Italy. Trois points. Four points to Albania. Albany. Quatre points. Five points to Iceland. Cinq points à Islande. Six points to Poland. Six points à Pologne. Seven points to Austria. Sept points à Autriche. Eight points to San Marino. Huit points à San Marin. Ten points go to Ireland. Dix points à Irlande. And uh, twelve points go to Denmark. Douze points. Douze points à Denmark. Ten, uh, twelve points, excuse me, to Denmark. So, we have one more jury by my reckoning. We couldn't quite get in touch uh, with Geordie earlier on. Geordie Fanum for Albania. Geordie, welcome along. Hello, Eurovision. Great job tonight. Thank you, Geordie. Have you enjoyed it? Oh, it's been fantastic. The uh, presenters have been amazing and I uh, can't wait to give the deciding votes. Well, let's have the final votes then from our international juries. Uh, and this is from Jordi. Come on then. Near points. Poland. Un point à Polonia. One point to Poland. Deux points. Georgia. Deux points à Georgie. Two points to Georgia. Three points. Cyprus. Trois points. Chypre. Three points for Cyprus. Quatre points. Denmark. Quatre points à Denmark. Four points to Denmark. Pense points. Austria. Cinq points à Autriche. Five points to Austria. Just a point. United Kingdom. Six points at Royal Uni. Six points to the United Kingdom. Sete points. Lithuania. Set points at Lithuania. Seven points for Lithuania. Set points. Netherlands. Eight points for the hosts. La Peba. We point at Peba. Sete points. Iceland. Ten points to Iceland. 
10 points à Island. Un Dembejete point. Russia. 2 points à Russe. 12 points go to Russia. Thanks, Jody. Thanks for calling in. So that concludes of all of our jury votes. I'm going to quickly ask the producer, are we up to date on the leaderboard? Uh, I certainly am, yes. Right. I have Iceland on 122. Is Correct, that up to date? Yes. Thank you. I'm just checking. Uh, timing and scoring always very important, whatever we're, we're doing. And this is the scoring. So Iceland lead with 122. Denmark on 106. Sweden and the UK are tied on 104 for third position. And next up, it's the Netherlands on 85. But we have still some votes to apply to the totals. This is the combined public vote that's... Uh, ran on Facebook for 24 hours on the Radio Show Limited uh, uh, Listeners Collective and also on uh, on Twitter. Now, these voters have been counted and converted into points. So the points from the public vote count double. The song in 10th place gets two points, ninth place, four points, etc. Et uh, so um, we need to double those, don't we? So Netherlands... At two points. Pay bar, deux points. Actually, I'll just do them and I'll let the computer double them. So, un point. So, at the bottom is Netherlands with one point. The pay bar, uh, un point. Austrich, deux points. Two points for Austria. Three points for Serbia. Serbie, quatre points. Excuse me, Serbia... Three points at trois points. Italy, quatre points. Four points for Italy. Cinq points à Irlande. Five points for Ireland. Six points for Denmark. Six points for Denmark. Sept points. Royaume-Uni. Seven points for the UK. Huit points à Suède. Eight points for Sweden. And the two big numbers from the combined public vote. Dipois, ten points for Iceland. Island. And the big number, Dupont, 12 points. La Russe. So that concludes the voting. And I can see the points being updated now and we do have we a do tie. have a country with null point we do have a country with null point do we yes oh we do yes the ukraine singing in their own language i'm afraid with more chanting than singing really wasn't it the white voice nick damon is still with us as well uh, the white voice gamble didn't really pay off for the Ukraine, no points and 20th in the final. Yeah, it was rubbish, wasn't it, really? I think we, I think we said at the time it was rubbish. Uh, but well done. Plucky Undos, turning up, you know, well done. Yeah, jump us the goalposts. Well, uh, we have in uh, had a four-way tie for a win back in the days before tie breaks. We have a tie for third position between 
Denmark and the UK. So Denmark and the UK tie for third position. In second, confounding the bookies who had them as an early favourite, but then they dropped off. The Mamas from Sweden and the runaway leader over 20 points ahead of the rest of the competition. It is Iceland. Iceland win. And that is a tremendous run from them. And they scored, as I say, 142 points for Iceland. A song that was all about the arrival of a daughter from Dathi and Gag Magnith. The data plan is the name of the band. The lead singer, Dathi, with his wife and two sisters. And they are the winners of the Damon Vision contest tonight. Let's hear the, the winning song again. So the winner of Euro Dame and then think about it, Dathi Freya and Gagna Myth from Iceland. Dathi, a student of Eurovision, got it absolutely right. Thank you very much to all of our juries, uh, and particularly to Nick Damon and especially 
to Tim Greer, who not only was one of our jurists, but also our executive producer. The responsible adult was everywhere. I'm John Hindorf. Hope you've enjoyed RSL's Damon Vision for 2020. Good night. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at RadioLeMond.com.